You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the Voice of Reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. I, I gotta admit, folks, you're in for a treat today because my guest today is Fred Ozen, who I've known for, I don't know now, probably eight, nine years. Uh, you know, first, when we first got to the Phoenix area and started building, building our business, this is how I met Fred, okay? Is Tony and I are both counterintelligence agents with the Army. And typically, whatever business circles we go in, we're typically the only people that have that kind of background. Well, this particular conference, I'm going to give a shout out to Alliances, this business community here in the Phoenix area. They called all the people up, you know, and everybody's doing their thing. And then here's this gentleman who worked at the DOA. And then here's this person. And then Fred was like the third or fourth person in the room that was former counter intel. Right. And so we, we had this shared construct of, we, and it just automatically you know, we automatically just knew that we were going to get along. And, um, and because, because of that, we just, we formed this really neat friendship over the years. And I'm excited because what Fred's involved with now is very close and dear to my heart for the personal development space. Uh, He gets people, he understands people. And what we're going to be talking about today is how to superpower your workforce. And so if you have employees, you have contract workers, you're going to want to understand, you want to pay attention to this because some of the stuff that we're going to get revealed about me at the, <laughs> after the break is going to, it's going to kind of be really, really eye-opening. So uh, Fred, thank you for being on the show today. Hey, thanks for having me, Justin. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, this is, this is good stuff. So your, your business is Cultural Index, right? And you essentially help business owners, entrepreneurs, people that are hiring folks, superpower their workforce by finding the right person for the right job. And they're not having to lose time or money because you're cutting straight to the chase, helping them identify their superpowers in that position. And if they're a good fit for it, is that correct? That's correct. So, you know, think about this. Most people, I, when I talk to CEOs, entrepreneurs, my first question is, have you ever made a bad hire? Of course, everybody raises their hand. Have you ever entered into a bad partnership? Everybody raises their hand. And so we go through and I say, well, what does that cost you? You know, and if you look at the different statistics that are out there, you know, between hiring and training and managing and all the money and investment you put into somebody and, and six months later, they're underperforming, non-performing, or they quit. And and believe me, this is not just me. Gallup just came out with their uh, industry poll. And every year they do an employee engagement poll. And they, th- they survey 30,000 employees, right? So it's, it's not a small number. And uh, what they've come up with is about 17% of your workforce are what we call terrorists. They're actively disengaged, right? You know terrorism well, so do I. Right, they're actively disengaging. That's right. <laughs> they're sitting at the water cooler, going, "Oh, those bonehead!" Mo-, and they're trying to enroll support in their negativity about the company. Then another forty-seven percent of your workforce is what we call disengaged, meaning they're doing just enough not to get fired. They're looking for another job. They're they're just not engaged. So that leaves the small percentage, about thirty-five to forty percent of your workforce is engaged. 
They're actively engaged. They're happy at what they're doing. So that means basically 60 to 70% of your workforce is not engaged in your vision. And, and then it further goes on to say, why do employees leave? And the number one reason is their director, their manager, whoever's supervising them. The number two reason is culture. And money is way down on the list. So we spend, as entrepreneurs, business leaders, CEOs, an awful a lot of time on managing our marketing programs, our financial pro formas, our KPIs, all these different things. And we look at those objectively. Like you, you're not, a, and when I say this, you may be emotional about your PL, but you're not emotionally involved with your PL. Yeah. Meaning that it's just facts and data, right? They're numbers on a sheet. You look at them, you add them. But we never do that with people, right? We never objectively look at our people and how they can perform and what is their superpower. Are they in the right seat on the bus? I mean, the, one of the greatest books out there written by Jim Collins, good to great. One of his, you know, the, the, you know, kind of the tenet for success of those companies was having the right people on the bus, the right people on the right seats in the bus. And of course, having the courage to get the wrong people off the bus and have them working for the competition. And then you as the CEO are setting the direction of the bus and good people don't need to be managed. Yeah. And this is, um, <clears throat> you know, this, this is the, the concept of, you know, hiring the right person back in the day used to be a little bit easier, right? Uh, now everybody's got a college degree or enough experience, equivalent experience of a college degree, right? And coming from the due diligence world, that's a tough nut to crack because, you know, how do you, how do you, how do you pair up this person to that person? Yeah, sure. If you're doing it in onesies or twosies, that might work well if you've got a relationship with the person. But if you're the CEO, the operations director, if you're far, you know, four or five steps removed from, from the people that are hiring and supporting that, that the company vision, um, how do you sort through that? Right. How do you know they're the right person on the, on, on the bus? And, it gets convoluted because it, nowadays I can sit down in front of a computer. I've got enough wits about me. You can whip up a resume that makes you look really good. That's right. That's right. right. You <laughs> you're, the, you're the greatest thing ever, Dustin. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like that's really easy. But what I love, and, and I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna tease this a little bit here, is that cultural index. You've got a you've got a, a quiz that helps identify what a worker's superpowers are. Right. Yeah, the way that it works, it's a survey. Yeah, it's a survey. And you're going to, so when you take the survey, you're looking at words that you identify with and words that you don't. And if you don't, you don't choose them. It's called free choice. So you're going to, the first part of the survey is choosing how you are as a person. What were, you know, the, and then the second part of the survey, if you recall, is what you believe you need to be at your job to be successful. What are the, the characteristics? And then what we're able to do is a couple of different things. We're able to compare your intrinsic traits, the traits that have been hardwired with you since you're age 12 versus your work behaviors and how do they match up. And when somebody matches up their work behaviors with their intrinsic traits, well, they love coming to work every day because it's what they do, right? They love it. And when you have somebody that's uh, doing something that is you know, turning them inside out, you have a flight risk. Um, and I can, you know, go through a few examples later on, but you know, that's the idea is to be able to, um, identify. And one of the things we do differently too, is if you're a CEO, 
a lot of times think about job descriptions that are written out there, right? I need somebody that basically says that can do everything, right? They need to be op- operating Microsoft Office, do this, do that, do that. And it's like this laundry list of things that they need to do. Nothing about who they are as a person. And, and every CEO I've ever talked to, I'd say, well, would you rather have a C product and an A team or an A product and a C team? And they always answer A team because an A team is going to change that product. They're going to make it better. They're going to do all the things. They're going to they're going to drive it forward, right? So why, why, why do you care if they can operate Microsoft Office, right? I mean, not that you shouldn't be able to at this point in your life, but the idea is what are those internal intrinsic traits that you want that person to have when they show up at your job and, and be able to, hey, if I hand you the ball, Justin, and I know that you can run with it, that's what I want you to do. I don't want to have to micromanage you. I don't have to I want to check your time sheet and did you show up and did you make the call, you know? here's the funny thing folks we're going to find out exactly what my results are because i actually took the survey haven't seen the results yet took it a couple of weeks ago right after right after fred got booked on 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 the show haven't seen the results i took it really simple took like seven minutes to do it was super super simple like you said free choice i didn't have to do any thinking really it was right there right so we're going to talk about those results and how they come into play, what you're looking at right after the break. But before we do, Fred, where can people go find more information about you? So the easiest way is uh, if you'll email me, uh, my first initial F, my last name, A-U-Z as in zebra, E-N-N-E at cultureindex.com. I'll be happy to send you a free link and do a survey much like we're going to do with you. There you go. Folks, you heard it right here. Go take the survey. It really wasn't different. I mean, literally the simplest thing on the uh, on the planet. And I'm excited to find out what my results were right at this break. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts. And we want to thank each of you for making Superpower Up the number one podcast network for personal development and spiritual growth. Because people like you have the courage to say that mindfulness, healthy living, disrupting reality, the pursuit of consciousness, responsible entrepreneurship, and radical parenting matter. We now amass over 1 million downloads monthly in more than 90 countries. Our numbers keep growing because there are far more people willing to live divergently than mass media wants to acknowledge. For you, the change makers, the light bearers, the way showers, we say thank you. If you're ready to take the next step in your evolution, go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz. And as Neva Lee Rekla, our youngest podcaster, likes to remind us, remember, we all have superpowers and we can change the world. All right. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. I am here with my good buddy, Fred Ozen, who is actually pulling up his screen share here because if you're watching this, if you're watching the video version of this, we're, we're actually going to be looking at my test results. So we're going to be articulating them for those that are listening to the audio. If you're watching this on the website, you're going to see the screen share as well. Um, all right, folks. So I've taken the survey. Again, it was like it took like seven minutes to do. It was a matter of choosing certain words. And again, I don't understand the science of it, but talk to me, Fred, what, what, what are we looking at here? Sure, no problem. So the survey is really easy. Like you said, it's seven minutes. Uh, you know, it can take it less, a couple minute less or a minute longer. And basically it's a free choice. And the company's been around since 1999. We have a validity score of well over 0.9. The EEOC 
requires that if you use any of these types of surveys, that they have to have a validity of 0.75. So we're well above it, probably the highest or one of the highest in the industry. So um, the way that we interpret the culture index information is are these two graphs. The top graph says survey traits, and these are your traits that you're, you know, you've had hardwired with you since you were about age 12. And then the bottom graph is job behaviors. Those behaviors uh, that you have to, uh, that you believe you have to have to be successful at your position. So you so took I'm, this. I'm looking at this top. Looking at this top score for the people that are listening. I'm looking at this top sheet survey traits. Okay, and it's got it's got A, B, C, D all the way down on the left side, and it's got one, two, three, four, five across the middle. And it, I got a red arrow pointing to the middle, about four and a half. What, what's that four and a half? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. Let's go to it. All right, so let's do it. So the graph here, um, basically, this uh, the way that we look at it is the red arrow that you see in the middle. This would be what we call the middle or the mean or the norm of a six sigma sliding bell curve. So, um, and the where the red arrow gets placed is roughly tied to this EU, what we call energy units. And we'll talk about those in a second, but that's what that red arrow means. So traits on the right-hand side become more statistically relevant, or you have more of that trait than the average of the population. And traits on the left-hand side become statistically less significant, or you have less of those traits than the average of the population. And the traits that we measure, as you aptly stated, are these seven traits on the left-hand side. So we have like an X, Y axis is A, B, C, D, E, U, L, and I. Now, when you see the numbers going across here, zero through 10, it really is designed for L and I, but statistically speaking, if you just looked at these as hash marks, every two hash marks is one cent was a two as a centile or one two centiles or one standard deviation away from the norm. So that's kind of what that means. Gotcha. So your A trait, so this is the red dot, which appears on the right-hand side, right? We call this autonomy. And so you're a proactive, assertive, goal-attaining, confident self-starter, right? So you have a well above average ability to compete, win, set, and obtain goals, okay? It is... Um, uh, it's, a, it's the most competitive trait measurable. And to prove that, Justin, if I made a bet with you and you found value in the bet, how far would you go to win? All the way. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'd be dead, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you lose. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I'm winning. Right? Okay. So now, in time tenses, where do you naturally think? Do you think in the past? Do you think in the present? Or do you think in the future? Uh, when I'm working, I typically am looking, I'm always looking ahead. That's right. So what we, you're called, what we call a visionary. All right. So a natural leader. You're also the type of person that's going to be one to be in more, more in control of your destiny than destiny being in control of you. Right. Um, you like adventure and you track down your targets. We would consider you to be like a growth COO, CEO. You're great at growing and building a business with your team, working with clients and your employees. See, folks, my, this is why my wife is the CEO and I am the COO because she's brilliant to have me in this spot. Awesome. That's right. Spot, That's right. Spot, Perfect. Spot on yes. so far. Um, and I didn't know this, right? I didn't know any of this, right, before we started talking. No, this so. is, you said this was completely autonomous. 
That's right. Perfect. So now look at your B trait. This is your um, what we call social ability. So because it's on the right side means you're electric with people, you're outgoing, fluent, enthusiastic, naturally per persuasive, right? You naturally sell your ideas and you can paint your pictures with words, right? So what, what ends up happening, you're highly gifted in your ability to speak with people, understand the tone of the room. And as you have an uncanny ability to read the room and people, you're empathetic, right? You get, but you still have your foot on the gas. So you can naturally explain to people what the vision is, enroll them in your vision and get them excited about your vision. So that means you're great with- right there. That's, <laughs> that, that's all the counter intel training right there, folks. Right? That's, that's where that's coming from. So far, right. spot on. And so you're great with leading, motivating, managing a team. And what's, when you have the AB stack like this, what we call an AB stack, the first thing that they're gonna meet is your people skills, but you still have your foot on the gas meaning that you still want to get your goals. And if your A was on the other side of it, you'd be more about, hey, I want to be liked, right? But you are more about, I want my goal. And I want and I, to, to get there, I need people. And you're going to be able to use, you know, engage with people uh, so that you can win and win with the team. And people enjoy uh, being around you because you kind of inject fun in the culture, right? I, yeah, and I, would and I would imagine that's where my limited amount of fucks to give comes from. Right. <laughs> That's right. That's true. Yeah. Perfect. So now on the other side of the trait, C trait. So this is what we call pace or patience. So you're on the left-hand side. So you're more urgent about getting work done. So if things come across your plate, my guess is you want them done now, right? Right now. Yeah. Yesterday was too late. Right. I want to get things done. <laughs> I just got the email. I need to respond. <laughs> right, right. So you're very, yes. Now, so you're urgent. You want to get things done. You want things to get done quickly. So you want, you're, you're a proactive thinker. You want to win with the team. And when do you want to win? You want to win now. And that's how that works. Now, your D trait. This, this measures your ability to look in the micro or the details, or in your case, the lack thereof. Okay. <laughs> Shaking his head. <laughs> details are not your friend. So you would rather, because, but you're close to the line. So you're in the normative range, which means you may not like details, but you will get down in there if you have to, if it's there to win, to get you to your goal, but you prefer to delegate that. Okay. Absolutely. That, that, that comes from the boss man. <laughs> That's right. There you go. And then your energy units. So the energy units is your mental stamina, your ability to work a 10, 12 hour day without taking a break without recharging. So we'll talk about that when we look at job behaviors a little bit more. And then L stands for logic. So you, there's two ways to interpret information. Either information comes in through your heart or comes in through your head. So think of a funnel and when information comes in, you have a high logic score. So when you're making a decision, you tone out any emotion. This is all about, does it make sense? Does two and two make four? When you make a decision, you don't really care about the emotions of others when the decision is made. It's just the logic. Okay. So I stands for ingenuity or originality of thought. So you're in the normative range for spatial thinking. So you look at things a little bit more literal than someone who has maybe an eight or nine or a 10 who's going, how can I split the iPhone into four screens, right? And they're thinking, <laughs> right, all that, you know, that crazy thoughts. And those are distractive. 
Well, yours is more, this is how we measure that. So the other thing that you look at when this A and B are like this, this is your ability to look at things through deductive reasoning versus inductive reading. And so just, you know, we can, the easiest way to explain that to people is if you and I were both deductive thinkers, if we reached into a bag that we couldn't see what was in the bag, but we knew it was change. And if we pulled out a quarter four times in a row, we would still deduce that there's a possibility I'm going to pull a dime out or a quarter out or something like that. Well, if you're an inductive thinker, you pull out four quarters, you think because of your experience, the fifth one's going to be a quarter as well. So does that make sense? Absolutely. So we're more of a deductive thing. Now, and remember, there's benefits on both sides of this, right? Nobody is good, you know, having more of something or less, you know, because when you look at your organization and you want these superpowers, you need team players who are agreeable, who are going to just follow a process. So their traits would be on the other side of the line. You see what I mean? So it doesn't matter where you're at on the line. There's benefits and you need everybody on your team. And if you can tell if you have the wrong person in the right spot, this could be a real challenge. Yeah, and I, I can see and looking at this and understanding this, one, I see the value in actually being able to review this with a potential employee to show them, you know, it, it serves as a, a way of working with them. And, and but more importantly, for from a decision-making process and understanding, okay, we need somebody that's in the details, but my chart's not necessarily in the details. I can get there if you need me to, but somebody that, you know, if it's a detail-oriented position, you're probably looking for somebody a little bit more specific. Right. You're going to look for this D trait to be much further out to the right. Absolutely. This D trait, you're going to like what your bottom graph looks like. And we'll talk about that. So you're what we call a persuader, which means that you have the ability to persuade people. So this would be a great trait if you were looking for salespeople as well. You would want to look for a pattern like this, right? So when people are going, well, I can't find any good salespeople. Well, I'll find them for you in 10 seconds, right? So <laughs> not <laughs> see what, and, and there's some power in this. And, uh, and we'll talk about it after we get through with your survey, but you can, you can sort through a lot of the people that would not fit the right role. So what do you see here happening with your job behaviors, the top graph versus the bottom graph? So on, on the job behaviors, if, if the, the same holds true with how the chart works, I've got my A behavior just slight of the norm. I've got my D behavior a little bit farther over on the norm. And then I've got these B and C D traits that are, uh, from what I would say from the last chart, probably a little left of uh, where they probably should be. Right. So if you look at your A trait up on top, you're sitting at five, right? You're just in the normative range. And so you're leaving about 10% of your proactivity or your assertiveness or your, your ambition on the table for whatever reason. Okay. And it appears that you're becoming more about data and less about people. So I don't know if that's because you're in the middle of organizing your company and you're not, you know, you're not on the sales cycle right now or whatever's happening, you're becoming less sales oriented and more data oriented. Yeah, you know what, that, that resonates because we are in such a huge expansion right now that the people portion of it is, is solving itself. We're putting the pillars in place to, to expand it out, grow the network. So that resonates and makes perfect sense right now. And that's probably why your D traits coming across the line here is because there's probably a lot of details associated with that. 
you know, reorganization. And so you're sitting there having <laughs> dot T's, dot, dot I's and cross T's, your favorite thing, right? So. Oh, and, and, and then some. So, but, you know, it, this, that I can see how that plays. That, that's, that's fantastic. And then if you look at your logic, you know, look, you look at your logic, you're amping up your logic and you're amping up your spatial awareness. So what you're doing here, what this is telling me is that you are creatively trying to solve detailed problems. And that's what's going on with the, with those three when they interact like that. Yeah, that's um, that that is spot on, spot so, on. Uh, I, I'm, now, what's I'm interesting? I've done like twelve different expansion programs right now with with all the teams. So yes, yeah, spot on. All right, and then if you look, what's interesting? So you're modifying some of your behavior, but you got a thirty nine gallon gas tank, but you're only bringing thirty three gallons to work. Which means this <laughs> modification of your, means you're still got some you got some you got some tiger in the tank there, Justin. Um, yeah. What it means though is because you're modifying this behavior, it's not stressing you out. What we might see in another situation is their survey traits are like this. Maybe they're inverse, and then these EU units are well above what their natural EU is. And now you know you have somebody that's maybe at a flight risk, somebody that's looking for another job. Their, their head is hitting the pillow, they're tired every night, right? Because they are stressing themselves out in order to modify their behavior to meet the job roles and responsibilities. Because remember these job behavior, this graph down below, top graph doesn't change. The bottom graph, depending on roles and responsibilities assigned, can change over time. If we redid this in six months, your top graph would be the same. The bottom graph would be different because it's like a movie reel. We're taking a snapshot in time. So six months from now, when everything's going, you're probably going to be back in the sales role. I need more people on my podcast. I need advertisers. I need whatever. It'll be a different role and responsibility. So the first thing that we do when we work with CEOs go, okay, what do you have on the bus? Let's look and see if you have hidden talent. Where can you play chess with the chessboards? Where can you move people to be more successful? And some of the people will probably have to be moved off the bus, right, and go work for the competition. Yeah, no, this is this is brilliant because I'm looking at this and understanding how this works. I can especially see how, you know, doing a survey for your for your workers every six months or so to see where they're at and how they're doing in the job to understand the performance. One, it's going to give you an indicator of, of okay, are they bored? Are they uh, are they ready to move on? Are they just done? I mean, there's so much that can go there. Um, and, and happen there, and, and you know you have to take into account other factors. What's going on at the home? You know what's going on in the office, and this chart will give you a quick snapshot of what that looks like for your employee base. And, I, and from from reading my results here, and for those of you again that are watching this this video will be uh, um, live, you'll be able to see this on the website. So you can see the chart for yourself. Um, this right here from a operations perspective, from knowing who's in the organization, who's working, this, this, this kind of knowledge is, is invaluable for, uh, for, especially if you're experiencing a lot of turnover, right? Uh, and there's nothing more expensive than hiring the wrong person. Uh, and I mean, what's the statistic? Was it $7,000 in four months worth of time just to get the person trained to do the job right? Well, and if you look at the, most of the statistics, you know, if you want to do like a, you know, like an average, 
they usually say that the average is at least 50% of one year's salary if you make a bad hire. It's probably higher than that, but you know, that's a good rule of thumb. The other thing that you can look at, what's, what's also more important, it doesn't help. You have a vision for your company, Justin, and you go out and hire some horses to get you there. But if you don't know how to manage or direct them effectively, they're going to leave. So that's the other part that you can use this software for is, Justin, I know you. You're already proactive. You're assertive. You're good with people. I just got to give you the overall game plan and you can run with it. You don't need me to tell you to read four pages of a manual because you probably won't. You don't need me to tell you how to make phone calls, right? Yeah, you're laughing, so you relate. So, if, But now, think about the A trade on the other side. I would need to give them their detailed result. This is what you have to do. But And you, you, Justin, would have to, let's say you were managing somebody with the A trade on the left, you would have to sit down and grind it out and you would have to tell them every detail of what they need to know to do their job. But you only need to do it once and they will do it over and over and over and over again and they will get faster. And they like doing things over and over and over again. Yeah. Does this make sense? And they like being a team player. This is, so, uh, this, is, this is phenomenal stuff here. This right here, having this kind of visual the ability to share and the insights that it provides is, is really going to give your company the edge on, on hiring right the first time. This is, this is good stuff, Fred. This, this well, the other thing that you can do, so I have a friend of mine, and he has a company, he has cubes everywhere. So on every cube, he's got this top graph. So when he walks by and he knows he's going to speak to somebody in his cube, he knows how to give them the information, when to give them the information, how to manage their workflow, and he doesn't have to interrupt their workday, right, based on just looking at their graph. You know, if somebody's like a wild card, you can talk to them anytime you want. But if someone is process driven, if their C is way over to the right, the blue dot, they're process driven. You don't want to interrupt their process, right? Because they're like A, then B, then C. And you walk in and go, hey, can you do this for me? Well, guess what you just did, right? You blew <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> their head exploded. They're like mad at you and, you know, all these things and, and you know, all over something that could have been easily avoided. And then the other thing that you can do with the software is we have what's called the C filter. So the C filter, much like the questions that you answered on the survey, is a set of 49 questions that we would, let's say we were going to hire a director of operations. I would give you the C filter, your CEO the C filter, maybe a couple other employees. They would answer those 49 questions and we'd come up with a typified pattern of somebody that would be perfect for that job. Then when we went to recruit that person, ZipRecruiter, Indeed, whatever, we would embed a link. The person would upload their survey, uh, upload their resume and their survey results. And then the software will rank order them by order of match. So now you're only interviewing your top 10 candidates that match. And they have a 90% probability of being successful. Then the other third of the hiring process comes in. Do you like them? Do they fit the culture? Instead of doing it the other way around and finding out they're they're not going to make it. Well, the no, other, it's, it's got to be it's got to be much more cost effective than hiring the wrong person to begin with. Oh, it's a yeah, it's a rounding error, right? You know, if you using the software, and then not only that, but when you purchase the software, and, and uh, you also get unlimited use of the software, meaning you can send out a million surveys, unlimited consulting from me. 
right? So I can help you through this. And then we have uh, a training workshop, knowledge training workshop for the people that are responsible for P&L in your company, because you don't want to, as I stated earlier, bring on a, you know, a superstar and then manage them poorly. They'll just leave. So, you, you know, you don't want to have those people in the right seats on the bus and then they go, man, I'm not going to be here. This guy's a jerk. Right. So um, you, that's, you know, that's what happens. And so when we talk about, you know, superpowering your company, just think if you had all the people in the right seats on the bus, how you could scale your company, because all we talk about is growing ROI. What's the ROI of this software? You know, you hire the right salesperson that can bring in a few million dollars worth of revenue. You hire the right CEO, the right COO, the right, even the right janitor, right? All of these things, right? We can put an org chart together. We have an org chart, part of the software that will put everybody's pattern in everybody's org chart. And then you, in open positions, we know what the pattern is going to be. So we know what we're looking for before we even find it. So you may not get a closest match, but you might, you might not get the perfect match, but you might get something close to what you want the chart to look like. That's right. That's, that's, folks, this is good stuff. If you are hiring, if you're having, you've had trouble hiring and you've hired wrong over and over and over again, reach out to Fred and, and give, take, take a look at the software. I mean, this, this survey that I took is, is fairly spot on with, with, where I'm sitting with the growth of our own business and our organization, uh, the survey traits, as far as um, the, the survey traits themselves, spot on. I mean, that, that's 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 me to a T. And I, I love the fact that the job behaviors change because that's just the, that's the season that I'm in right now as far as our own expansion. So this is huge, folks. Um, for those that you haven't seen this, go watch the video. If you're listening to this on one of the podcast channels. Go go watch the video. Take a look at this chart because as you're watching it, it just lines up. It makes sense. You can see the magic in it if you have an organization that you, you can acculturate this into. This is this is absolutely fantastic. Fred, where can uh, people go find more information about you again? Yep. F, my email, Fred, F, uh, just F-O-Z-N. So it's F-A-U-Z, as in zebra, E-N-N-E at cultureindex.com. And the easiest way is to send me an email. I'll send you a link and we'll go through it just like I did with you. Complimentary. The other thing that I do, if you like what I show you based on your read, then I'll give you a complimentary demo account and we can go survey, you know, 10 people that are doing well in your organization and 10 people that are having trouble with the work assigned. And I can show you why and where they're at. And a lot of times, Simple example, I'm working with a company, they do office products and managed IT services. So he says, hey, my, this lady has been wanting to be account manager forever, what do you think? I go, uh, I don't know what you're doing to her, but her, her pattern is inverse, she's at risk for quitting. And he said, oh yeah, she's been calling in sick a lot. I go, yeah, those are called job interviews. And if you want, <laughs> if you if you you want to save this person, make her a salesperson tomorrow. So guess what he did? He made her a salesperson. He took the person who was out of inventory, in inventory to come manage the, the 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 contract reporting because she's detail oriented. So they both got put into a position that they love. He's now making a lot more money and more streamlined and there's no more calling in sick and she's doing what she wants to do. So really hiring is only about 15% of what the software can do. 
This is all about return on investment. This is all about growing top line revenue. This is all about scaling and having and knowing that what you need to be successful in advance. This is uh, good stuff, folks. If you are hiring, you want to hire. You want to hire better. Better than reach out to Fred. Watch what the software can do for you. This is good stuff, Fred. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Hey, thanks for having me, Justin. Look forward to it. Let me know if I can help in any way. Absolutely, folks. Until next time, go out there, superpower your business, superpower your life, and go out there and change the world. Take care. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.